Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, September 29th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Juno Builders, hosted by TFM, chatting with Compel. Let's take a listen. Good evening. Well, it's good evening in the UK. This is Rebel DeFi on the TFM account. I am looking at a Kuji Bull. Dude, that is class. I remember we talked about that a long time ago. I'm glad to see you repping, repping the bull. I suppose now it's probably actually super valuable. That's a wise purchase at the time. Well done. Hey, how you doing, Dan? Yeah, good to see you. How you been? How? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing all right, actually. Yeah, just um, doing some stuff on Terra, doing some stuff on Juno, a bit of osmosis. So that's kind of what we're working on just now. Um, how about yourself? How's your um? <clears throat> project working out that's awesome man yeah our tax app's coming along pretty good uh, i'm spending a lot of time helping strange love with their validators and building out like ibc um kyle uh my business partner has actually been chatting with tfm so is that new for you are you new over there or what is what is that yeah i've been with tfm for a couple of months now but um yeah that's cool i i, I think um was our mutual friend hutch that got um, Kyle and TFM together. Yeah, exactly. Cool, cool. Um, well, yeah, that's brilliant. I mean, is that something you can go into just now, or is it still kind of hush hush? Um, yeah, we probably can. But I invited Kyle to this space. We'll see if he joins in. If he does, I'll let him uh, decide on that one. Absolutely. No, that that that's cool. Yeah, you don't want to be um, stealing anyone's thunder. Um, so we've got the guys from the Comple, oh, I, I don't know if I'm saying that right or not, but from the Comple team in, we've got Highlander and we have Findalore, who's going by Arda just now. We'll need to ch- I, I think Arda prefers Findalore, but it says Arda on his picture. Um, so yeah, I mean, just a quick update from TFM. First of all, one thing that we are working on at the moment to implement on Juno, and I'm super excited about this, is limit orders. Now, I'm not quite sure the exact timescale we're working to, but I mean, I've seen screenshots. Um, so I think the devs are pretty far along with uh, along the procedure. But, but I mean, and this is not just going to be on Juno, this will be on Terra as well. Like, I think that is going to be, certainly for my own DeFi usage, it's going to be pretty handy. Um, so hopefully, yeah, people will get quite excited about limit orders coming to Juno. Just see if I can get... Oh, I thought I'd invited these guys up. Just bringing up Highlander. Um, Findalor, do you want to request to speak? I've, I think I've invited you, but maybe that's not coming through. Hey, yeah, can you hear me okay? I can hear you coming through loud and clear, sir. Excellent. I am super jealous of you right now, but um, yeah, I want to hear all about it. Before we jump into your project, it would be um, yeah, great to hear how things were uh, for you at Cosmoverse. Yeah, the Cosmoverse is a huge success. It was uh, busy, good meeting everyone who you've been working with virtually for, for quite some time. Yeah, so I'm just sat here in uh, outside, so the internet might be a bit intermittent. I hope it's okay. But yes, we're surrounded by mountains, so uh, it's very uh, Scottish authentic style. But the weather's pretty cloudy most days, I think, isn't it? You know. So um, yes, I've got Findler next to me. He's on headphones. My headphones are charging, so we shouldn't be shouldn't have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're actually sitting side to side, but yeah, <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, awesome. So is um. Is Medellin reminding you of Glencoe then? Yeah, the the, the mountains. Are, well, Medellin's right in the middle of a valley, and you're surrounded by mountains. It's, as you fly in, you've got to sort of 
like you know, well the first thing you do when you get, when you come off the plane is you get in a car and you have to drive through this huge tunnel it goes on forever uh, and then it, you eventually reach the actual city which is quite breathtaking to be honest when you see it for the first time Awesome. Now, I mean, to be honest, I've watched a reasonable amount on YouTube. I mean, I think it's been really, really good coverage, which um, I'm very sort of grateful for. Um, just one thing I was kind of worried about or concerned about, I, I was actually going to go, but it was a very last minute sort of rush job. So I decided I'm just going to stick with what I know and stay in the UK. It's like, is safety an issue at all or is it just a no, beautiful I've, city I, I, to be in? I've got a friend um, who knows people in Colombia as well. And he, do you know what, man? I've not seen one bit of hassle anywhere in this city. And you wouldn't. It's. Um, I think if you go and looking for hassle, you're going to find it in any major city in the world. Uh, so, yeah, I've been chauffeured around some cool places, uh, sort of seen authentic Medellin. Um, but, yeah, I mean, do you know what? There's no place like home, to be honest with you, Rebel. Absolutely. Well, I know Glasgow is a city you know well, and certainly if you or I went looking for trouble in Glasgow, I'm sure we could find it if we wanted. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, the scenery here, though, is like, it, it is up there with it's, its own smell, it has its own vibe. And it, and the first thing I, I said to myself when I woke up in Medellin and smelt the air for the first time in the morning, it was like a jungle. <laughs> I was in the jungle, but it's like it's. I think it's like spring all year round. The the weather here, it's yeah, it's 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 it is different. You know, you're in South America, that's for sure. Awesome. Well, it sounds like you're having a brilliant time, and should it be held in Medellin next year, I will be there. But I, I, I assume like Cosmoverse is kind of like it's kind of like the World Cup. It it, it like travels around the globe. Yeah. I mean, has there been? Uh, yeah, I think they're going to be picking a different country. I'm, I'm only hearing rumours, so I don't want to speculate where it's going to be next year. But yeah, there's a come on, man, speculate, speculate. Kind <laughs> of centralised to the world, then you know it's a bit. It's been a bit far for some people. Our Indian friends have been travelling thirty plus hours. Myself, twenty four hours to get here. Um, and then you've got like you know people from the Far East, like Japan and stuff, coming over. I mean, God knows how long that would have took them. Uh, it's quite, you know, quite an extensive travel, to be honest with you. I'm not looking forward to the journey back, you know. Absolutely. I'm just thinking about the Japanese way. I mean, they probably would have went the back way, like coming from Japan thinking. to America. Yeah, the and Pacific then, route. Yeah, yeah, and then down. Oh, well, brilliant. Um, Findlord, do you want to share anything about Medellin at all? I don't actually know where you're for based. Are you European as well? So, <clears throat> so I'm actually coming from Turkey here. Uh, you know, this is the first time that I'm coming coming to America. Uh, so I haven't really been to the continent before and I always, you know, went to Europe. But, you know, this is a completely different experience uh, because it's just it's just a tropical, tropical climate. I mean, also, like I never uh, I mean, I didn't really attend the first Cosmoverse. And also, that's the first for me. And, you know, it was really amazing. Uh, I can say that, you know, like meeting with people that you work on a daily basis it's just something else because you actually know that they're real and that's just some you know random random bot behind the keyboard and you know it was a really really amazing experience uh both for the conference and you know just coming to a different country fantastic yeah i mean the, the biggest event that i've been to i've been to a couple of meetups in london for um lunatics and so, I mean, I can imagine how amazing it must be for you guys to actually go to a huge sort of conference like this. Um, but, it, but it is amazing, like, actually meeting your friends, because they are friends, like, but, but in real life, finally. So, yeah, great Yeah, time. totally. Uh, it's exactly. a good catch, you know. Um, sorry, Finland, I'm right next to you and I'm cutting you off. It's nice to meet the people, like I said, who you work with. Um, I've had an awesome get-together on Tuesday night with most of the Juno core team and uh, yeah it's just like meeting Jake for the first time face to face and Demi and Max and everybody it's just you're just getting out big cuddles this is what we're doing this is what we're going to do for the future there is so much fucking good shit coming to Juno it's unbelievable so excited for it man 
epic, and that is partly what we're here to discuss this evening um, with you guys. Uh, okay, just just finally to close off then this this Cosmoverse thing. I mean, how, how many people were there? That like how many sort of cosmonauts were there? Um, off the top of my head, I mean, you're talking about fifteen hundred people, mate, of people who are actually involved in Cosmos. It's pretty sick, isn't it? Absolutely epic. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think Cedo was saying it was like a 10x, like they had a hundred like last year, and this yeah. year is like well over a thousand. Yes, madness. I mean, then you've got like I've already got a couple of meetups happening. I've got one tomorrow with uh with a girl who's she's like an an economist specialist in business and what's in fintech. And it's like you know, the opportunity here in South America is pretty massive. And then I've got like two brothers that I met as well. Uh, one of them's like uh, an application developer, sort of gaming, sort of mobile game developer. And it's, you know, the people are here and they are computer scientists, you know, there, there, there is a market here for it. So I know, I know like CryptoCito got a bit, of, a bit of slack for running this over here, but I didn't see that being criticised. I see that was a good thing that he did here because there is big opportunities in South America. You only need to look at Venezuela and how awful it is over there at the moment and you know and i've tasted that because i met uh as a father myself i met this young woman when i was way harder uh, at a restaurant just having a beer and there was a young woman who just like walked by me and she's holding a fucking four-year-old son starving both of them starving and they've come up to me and it's i, I know a little bit of spanish but she's just saying you know we need money for food and i'm like i, I broke down man i really did break down and i just turned around and I've gave her all the cash I had and uh, yeah it was awful to see but yeah so we need to be helping these people man if there is an opportunity here fucking come and get involved you know and change people's lives man change my life my life was already good but I can see why it would change most people's lives just to get involved in this space and we should be working hard and working together to do it well, I'm glad you're helping people out there as well as enjoying yourself at the conference um, so yeah, guys, you two are both part of this Compli team. Am I saying that right, Findlor? Uh, yeah, so it's Compli. Uh, so Compli is Turk, in Turkish means complete or like entire. Uh, it's read as Compli. So yeah. Compli. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm speaking a little bit Turkish. I appreciate that. All right. <laughs> we can get so, it up going. <laughs> so you guys are both in this team. I, as far as I'm aware, it's not just the two of you. So can you tell us about who is in the team, first of all? So uh, if, if you can see, there is someone called Atta in, in the listeners. Uh, so he's basically uh, my, my mate in Turkey. Uh, so we've known him for a long time, actually. I like, oh, we are childhood friends. So he's actually uh, the, the person that I like designed and, you know, came up with Comte. So uh, we have Atta. We also have Highlander, as you know. Uh, and, you know, the three of us actually started this and, you know, we're going to expand our team with more people like developers, designers and everything. So it's basically just, just the three of us uh, I mean, the core team. Cool. Is is Atta a little bit shy or should I invite him up? If, if, if Atta, yeah, if I mean, come if, up, you're more than welcome. Just request when you're ready and we'll, we'll get you up as well. Right, so you, so you two were childhood friends, and then you've got this Scottish guy working with you as well. So how how did that come about? So uh, again, we we met with Highlander uh, a while ago, actually, like before to twenty twenty two, I guess. So uh, as you know, I mean, if you guys know, uh, I, I was a huge contributor to to the Juno tools uh, DAP. And, you know, we, we actually started doing that with Highlander. We met the first time, you know, talking about, like, ideating around how to, you know, uh, make this application. And he, he had this uh, idea called JunoDrop. And, you know, we talked about it, you know, first it was, it was named JunoDrop, uh, JunoTools. Then we, you know, talked back and forth uh, a bunch of different times. He got involved, you know, we got along pretty good. And, you know, we just, like, started chatting uh and you know he he actually like wants to learn a lot of develop uh, learn a lot more about development and everything so 
he was just asking me questions. You know, I was like chatting with him. I was asking him questions. And we actually got, got to get along pretty well. And again, we were friends now, actually. So uh, it's really nice to actually like know him. And uh, again, for Complet, me and Atta, we go way back. So we were actually thinking about, you know, creating different like projects, products, uh, like all this time. And, you know, I was a full stack developer before, you know, I really like developing things. And uh, me and him actually uh, tried to just come up with different ideas. We actually made like one or two apps, but I mean, it's a competitive environment in, in that in that direction, like Web2. So didn't really go anywhere, but it was really nice to, you know, again, ideate on things and just, just being able to, uh, you know, get the, get the same energy that you put out. So uh, we also live together in, in Istanbul. So uh, we just wanted to, you know, we were thinking about NFTs or, you know, some other things. And we just really wanted to do something different. And we just started uh, coming up with different ideas. I mean, I mean, we have like standard NFTs, like marketplaces. But again, we just wanted something more out of it. And, you know, we just started just uh, thinking about it. And we had this like framework kind of thinking. So we were writing an NFT uh, like contract. And we said, all right, we should just like expand this to, to you know, to the community actually to be able to you know use different things uh because i mean i'm a developer myself but i know that many people are not and you know if we if we don't really bridge the gap in between you know like the developers or the community members and the technical things there is no point just doing things because uh in the end you have all these different people who don't really know anything about tech but you know uses everything that we do so uh just like starting out with nfts and you know slowly going into this framework kind of thinking uh it really it really seemed uh, a good idea and we just again i ideated a lot and i knew highlander so i just uh thought he would be interested in you know doing a project like this i mean we were always we were also like talking about a bunch of different projects with highlander but uh again i mean at i guess at some point i knew that i we would be doing something and you know this was the start of something new actually Awesome. Highland, are you coming in? Yes, to put to wait, wait, Highland, all... can't, they can. Uh, hello. Can you hello, just hello? repeat that? Everything you can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am good now. Yeah. So yeah, we we, we crossed paths a few times on projects, uh, ideas, and stuff. But I think I, um, Arda wanted to just kind of branch off from his own. Sort of like it, it was involved with Juno Tools with Orkin, uh, and he just wanted to go off and do his own thing now. And yeah, he reached out to me, and sort of I'm, I'm kind of good with the community. I know the business development side of it. Um, I've got some awesome ideas for, for here in the UK in terms of the NFT aspect of it, which I want to bring. I've always wanted to bring to Juno, and Complay offers this once it's ready. You know, if there's you can have like artists or let's just think record producers or even promoters. We want to t- t- ticketize an event. It's like these guys aren't developers. They don't know how to go on and code it. They don't know what Cosmosm is, you know. So, with Juno Tools, you looked at this little uh, UI. It helped you interact with these contracts on the on the back end. With Complete, it's going to work the same way. You can have NFTs structures built using an EI, using a UI. So it's easy for a promoter to to come up and go. I'm going to do this kind of large event could be a corporate event could be rock and roll could be anything and what if we provide them an option on juno where it's so user friendly now everybody screams at cosmos from an outside world saying it's so hard to use the ux experience is terrible well this is what we're trying to do now we're listening to that feedback we're just trying to make life easier for the normal retail market to come on and actually get use of what it is we're trying to do here. And this is the whole point of it. Now, that's just touching on one thing at Complay is the framework, right? You've got the framework. It's modular packages that any developer could use in their own project also that they build on, you know. And think about that for a minute. If you use the same framework, what happens with assets when you're on games? You're using maybe a sword. I keep on using this example because I quite like the concept. But say you're, you're, you're battling someone on stake dragons rebel right you know the project we had on interviewing and say you're say you have an asset you've minted on there right and you, and you want to get off and you want to use that same asset on another project on juno 
how about that? And then you can battle your friends on other games. It works the same way way using Complay Framework. You can use that framework and you can start shifting assets around different projects. Looking forward, what about when you inject IBC into that? You know, there's already like huge NFT projects like Stargaze and stuff are focusing their energy on this straight away. But yeah, we're happy to see how it's done and doing the same sort of thing. I think it's a big thing for NFTs, cross-chain NFTs. Very interesting stuff. So yeah, we're we're at the beginning of the milestones now. Findler's going to get his head down and get cracked because that's what he's supposed to do is just get on with the code. Um, it's nice to be on there as a little apprentice watching him develop it from the beginning to the end as well, which is nice. So yeah, I'm happy to be here. And, and Atta also is listening. Um, he's He's got some cool ideas as well for it. Kind of project manager as well. Because I could be left just to be the guy who connects people and maybe brings ideas to the project and stuff. That's my role. Scotsman smashing some heads together. Yeah, it sounds good. So is, is Atta with you as well at Cosmoverse? Oh, no. He's, um, he's over at uh, Turkey at the moment. Sorry, I was hearing the echo there because it's like we're sat next to each other, so I was getting a bit disorientated. <laughs> right, well, I, I mean, to be honest, this sounds a little bit technical for me, but hopefully... Like I've heard it a couple of times now, so I think you're definitely helping me get my head around what or some of what you're trying to do. But I mean, before we get too sort of deep into the project itself, I mean, this week has been quite monumental for you, not just because you're a Cosmoverse, but do you want to talk us through the funding proposal that has gone through? Certainly. Um, yeah, so we we got together with the idea we put it to some of the Juno team and just like you know what kind of funding is available for such a project and it was like yeah Juno needs like an NFT style marketplace as such although Marbu which is uh, going to be built with Compley is that but we're, we're not here to just build an NFT marketplace you know we're, we're here to build technology we're here to build the framework these, these modules that are in the documents that you can see. Once Findler gets them sort of turns it into like the JavaScript format, then it's like other developers can take that and go, right, okay, we want to build our project now. And yeah, so my job at Juno, right, is simple. Yeah, we we're bringing in developers to our network. Now this is what I'm doing at the end of the day. We get them funding, we get them building stuff. Findler has got a track record of doing good shit on this network. And so it was it was an easy sort of proposal to write. You know, we're not like we're not we weren't sat there going, Oh, it's Juno Tools guy and this and that. No, we weren't saying that. We're just we're just telling the truth. At the end of the day, he contributed most of the code to that repo. So he shouldn't need to explain himself that much. You know, when you see that sort of commit level, you know he's a good developer, you know he's here for Juno and it's not like you know, the project ain't going to, it's not even gonna have a token, so it's not even gonna be a rug pull. It's just building software. Simple as that. So the proposal, I thought, was pretty simple. You just set out some milestones. You sort of give yourself a target, you know, and if it's 40K we're asking for up front, which is not even a lot, um, we go from there. If we don't finish up the other milestones, then we just don't get paid. It's as simple as that. So it gives it gives the community, like, a chance to give Arda a chance. Or it, This is his big opportunity at the end of the day. So... I think he's going to shine. I think he's going to come through it. And then if he does come through it at the end of the day, there's going to be massive opportunities for the boy. And I think he deserves it. Thanks a lot. Awesome. So I mean, I'm just looking at the um, the voting on Mintscan just now. So you've got six, oh, 68% of the votes were cast in your favour for this funding proposal. So it, I mean, it looks pretty unanimous. And I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure where it is. But when the vote was live, it was saying something like like 86% of people. It was a or, huge, yeah, it was a huge turnout. It was like, yeah. that's like, um, you know, uh, it's funny, like, when I look at who got nominated for the best community last night on, on Cosmoverse, I'm just surprised why Juno wasn't in that category as winning it. But there you go. Our turnout for uh, for governance is phenomenal. That's always been the case. Juno has got the best community. Juno's always thriving with good people. And we listen to the feedback. 
we put that proposal up as a draft at first and we took everyone's opinion. We've got amazing validators on our set like Pop Moss, like Kevin, all these good guys who just give you honest feedback. Pop Moss asked us if we could announce a couple of things to tweak, like were we going to open source and stuff like that from day one? It's kind of yes and no. We can't really open source something that's not quite finalised yet because that would be stupid. Um, but there's other things that he gave us feedback on which we've, we've, we've definitely took on board and changed and yeah that's it once we started doing that you've seen the big validators starting to move towards our favour and yeah it's always exciting stuff but I just like the, the general community is like the best ever man for like they know what they want on this chain so we're going to give it to them Awesome crowd pleaser I love it so I mean would you say you, would you say you're a bit of a Juno Maxi Juno's, Juno's my baby, yeah. Juno's my baby. I mean, I love all the... To be fair, Chain Tools, we, we do validate like 29 chains, but that's not me that's doing that. That's Simon, who hats off to our main develop, DevOps guy who's just a beast in the industry at the end of the day. But I, I validated like five chains, which is uh, Juno, Evmos, Kajira, uh, Chihuahua, and uh, Comdex with the five chains. Now, I didn't want to take any more on because I know the job at hand when you're validating. It's a lot of community engagement. There's a lot of discussion on governance. And yes, it's a full-time job. That's not what I want to do. I want to be growing the ecosystem as much as I can, especially Juno. And Juno's looked after me from day one. It's as simple as that. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome when you find find your home somewhere. Um, so yeah, no, I can I can appreciate that. You've, you've got me intrigued with um, these these awards. Like, do you want to sort of tell us like who, who was voted the best community? That's kind of intriguing. I, d- I didn't get um, Cosmos was voted the best community. Uh, there we go. That, that that that's fair enough. I just I was I was having a little bit of a joke there, you know. But Juno should have been winning that by a long by a long shot, in my opinion. Our community is like the most drama for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> The other rewards, it was it was funny, right? But I I, I didn't go to the, the final show last night because it was a little bit tender. But I watched it on the stream in my in my room. Um, but there was there was awards that came out and and I think his own awards thing. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, um, he, he created his own like rewards and called it the Fort Rewards. <laughs> and uh, there was just a load of funny stuff on there. You, you should you should watch it back. There's too much on there that I, I couldn't repeat because I, I just can't remember all of it. Awesome. Yeah, I mean that that's one thing I think is amazing about this conference: the fact that it was totally like well, a lot of it was recorded. So yeah, great to have such a permanent record, and especially for you guys that were there that maybe didn't see some of the, the talks and the panels and stuff. You can then go back once you get back home and sort of check out yeah, that sure, sort of stuff. Sure, man. Shout, shout out to Omniflex, man. They're like they're amazing. They're absolute media powerhouse. I love them, man, and they're super nice people. But yeah, they recorded the whole thing. It was all yeah. There was no problems on there. No problems at all. Right. So just maybe getting back to your project. A little bit then you mentioned this marbu so is like is marbu going to be an nft marketplace built using the complay framework is that fair to so, say yeah like uh marbu is basically this no code community centric marketplace builder uh so like we talked about we have this complex framework where you know it works with different contracts uh modules we call it and marbu is just uh just an easy way for you to create a project within Compress framework. So, I mean, the marketplace aspect is just a, just a simple module that the framework has. So basically, if you want to create a project, a simple one, uh, I mean, obviously, if you want to need some more control or anything else, you can always go ahead and, you know, uh, just develop a website yourself. But for many people, like, let's say, uh, Strange Clan, for example, right? They have this uh, marketplace where uh, they have their own NFTs, but Imagine many different projects or like even uh, stake dragons, right? They also have their marketplace. So with Marbu, what they can do is people don't really have to develop the, uh, the marketplace on their own. I mean, they don't really have to have a dedicated website for them. Uh, Marbu allows you to just create these different marketplaces and use these different modules uh, right within the, within the UI. So, I mean, again, it's going to be no code. So you can just, if you have an idea, you can just come in, create your own project uh that uses complex framework underneath and you will have access to all these different methods and you know modules that the framework offers 
So it's just a just a nice UI, a simple UI to uh, for you to use the framework in a more easy easy way. Awesome. So I mean, just to try and help me get it straight in my head, then if in fact we've got Terra Spaces in here, right? So Terra Spaces, well known for his excellent rap music. Um, if he was wanting to turn some of his tracks into NFTs, is that something that he could do personally with Complay, or would he need a developer to help him do that? He should be able to do it just by himself. Uh, again, like designing designing another website or just trying to use more advanced things with Complay is also possible. But you know, for for us, uh, I mean, even for me. Uh, it, it should be just easy as going to the website, creating a project, uploading uh, like your data, let's say like images or you know sound files or anything else. Uh, then like add the metadata and you should be go. You should be ready. Uh, you should be ready to use different modules the framework offers. And it's just this no code website where we make it easy. But again, if you want something more advanced. You can always do that, but I guess you would need a website, and you know uh, it, it requires a little more effort than just going to Marble and you know creating a project. Okay, so yeah, the the more you talk about this, the more I'm beginning to understand what's going on. And um, but just getting back to your proposal for a minute, I'm just looking through it, and it's saying that you're asking for 320k in US dollars. Um, but I do like the fact you've got these different milestones. So you've now that this funding—I mean, how, how does it actually work? I mean, the funding request has passed. I mean, have you have you got the money already? So uh, it actually went to a multisig that is that has Max and Demi in it. Uh, it also has us. So basically, you know, we just didn't want to take all the money. Just you know, just develop something and just request the the other amount uh, after we were done with it. So uh, we just want to you know want to own this money so basically we had this milestone system where uh we we would get the a, a certain amount of uh tokens that are allocated to us and then this also is best for the community and us because i mean we don't really want the pressure of just like trying to build this trying to develop this with a huge like uh you know task on our shoulders i mean we also have it but still uh it's it's really different i mean we got the first 40k uh, it actually passed, so we created a proposal on that multisig. We got the first 40k, but again, that is different from just getting, let's say, like uh, 160k, right? I mean, that puts a lot, a lot more different pressure on your shoulders than just 40k. And we just want to be with the community, just building this. So uh, again, the, the milestone system for any other projects that will come out, uh, highly encourage you to, you know, just stay, stay in this and just. Uh, make sure that the community understands your project and you're not really trying to like scam them or anything because I mean we just want to build this good product and you know just don't want to don't want to be greedy with it I mean yeah build, building to targets is a great thing it, it gives an opportunity for the community to be more engaged and see the progress happening in the project for sure sorry about that I was having a bit of trouble unmuting my mic I don't, know, there. I don't know what happened there Fat fingers or thin fingers or something. Hey, yeah, can you hear me? Back. You got me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you fine. Oh, uh, okay. Awesome. So, yeah, so just, yeah, looking through these milestones, it seems like a, a strong way to do it. So, you got 320k and you're dividing that up into three. Sorry, three. Four, I can't, four, even, can't even do mental arithmetic. No, you're dividing sorry. up into four tranches of 80k. Um, and the first one is being subdivided twice or subdivided once, sorry, into two different um, allocations. So you got your 40k now, that, which is just what, just a bit of runway to help you guys get going. And then can you talk us through what you're going to have to do to get the second 40k of your first milestone allocation? So the first thing we need to do is uh, we have to finish, uh, we have to have the first version of the complete framework, the initial version, and again, the design. So uh, there are going to be two different websites, the the Marbu and, you know, the Complex frame, Framework Playground. Uh, I just told you about Marbu and the Playground is 
So as a developer, you would need to interact with the contracts, right? And, you know, you could always do that with, you know, writing scripts or, you know, just doing it from the terminal. But it's just uh, even, I mean, even for us, we're uh, pretty like deep into that. But still, just having a, a nice UI to actually interact with everything is also nice. So we're going to have the playground and Marbu designs ready. And again, with the initial version, uh, then we need, we will get the 40K. So the first 40K is used for, you know, uh, kickstarting the whole operation, like with the designs, uh, expanding our team with more developers and, you know, uh, just, just the niche. Uh, so, and then in, in, in two months or so, uh, we will just get the second uh, trench of that first milestone. Then we'll just be progressing with the whole milestone system. Awesome. So assuming everything goes okay with this um, first milestone and you, you, you do everything that you're hoping to do, will will the community have something to see or like to play with at the end of that? So, so yeah, at, at the end of the first milestone, uh, they're going to have all the designs, uh, like the initial designs of Marbu, which, you know, I mean, you know, you're going to have the pages, you know, the collections and everything. And we will actually have the, again, initial design, uh, initial version of Mar- Complete Framework. That means we're going to be open sourcing the code at the end of the first milestone. And actually, people can start using it. And, and obviously, like it can change uh, after the first milestone. So I don't really you know, advise people to just like put it on production, uh, like the mainnet. But still, it, it will be actually interactable. Uh, I mean, we're going to be testing a lot of things, things on the testnet. So again, we're going to have the have the initial version of Complete Framework uh, at the end of Milestone 1, and uh, we will be able to actually see the designs for the Marble website and the Complete uh, Framework Playground. Awesome. Thanks very much for that, Findlor. So yeah, I mean, I'm assuming most people on the call are fully aware of this, but just by going to MintScan and then selecting the Juno network and then into Proposals, you'll be able to find this proposal, and it's number 39, Complete Framework. Complete JS and Marketplace Builder proposal. So yeah, it's got loads of details here with links to even further details. So yeah, might be something you want to check out. Um, just wondering if maybe Highlander can speak on this. Have you had, have you sort of been making connections, maybe a Cosmoverse for people who want to do stuff or potentially do stuff with Complete? Um, mostly back at home, really. I've been chatting to a few fans already because um, me being uh, you'll know Brett but I'll, I'll tell the audience my, my background comes from uh, as a sound engineer around the around the world I work for a big company called Wigwam and um, yeah so I met a lot of big artists let's say I used to work with Prodigy I worked with Coldplay I worked with Noel Gallagher I worked with Paul Weller there's a load a load of big acts who I know all the production managers I know all of them and Every one of them are all NFT. They're, they're wanting to take a dive and release some extra stuff for the artists just to sort of play around with the NFT world. Um, also, you know, one of the biggest promoters here in the UK is uh, SJM, who I know internally are having meetings about, you know, how we how we going how we going to ticketize these um, NFTs. You know, we better get us you know shit together. We've got to get moving with this. And yeah, I'm just going to throw all this complex stuff to them uh, and start relationships that way. Uh, and then, yes, the Cos- Cosmoverse as well. We've, we've not really spoke to anybody yet. We've, we're just kind of, we want to get something going first of all and then something to show someone who might be interested to see it. But if anybody wants to come and have a chat with us, that's fine. Um, doors are always open, so to speak. Awesome. I mean, considering you are sort of in the music industry or where are you one foot still in the music industry, are you are you familiar with the decentralized team at all? Yeah, but I've heard they're going to do some uh, UK thing next year. Uh, I need to go and have a, definitely need to go to that, but I don't really know anyone who's on the team. Uh, that'd be interesting right. to, to go and sample. Uh, I would definitely be up for chatting. Yeah, they're definitely yeah, friendly guys. So I'll definitely need to connect you with them. Um, are are with they UK them. based? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No <laughs> yeah. Way. So yeah, they're down in England, sort of North England. So well, mid Midlands then. and that. Yeah. So 
absolutely yeah maybe a bit yeah yeah better safe Wicked. again cool like but we, yeah i know we need to we need to definitely like uh hook up with them and see what the see what see what ideas have got but yeah i've heard some of the the ideas behind the, the event they're doing uh it's, it's just what we need man we need to show the industry like here you go come and check this out and, and it will be a domino effect i believe that and it's not just music though man you can patch it into all sorts of cool stuff doesn't need to be massive like massive artists you know think about all the wee bands who've been playing around town and struggling to get sort of you know they don't get a record deal they don't get that injection of money but maybe they have 500 followers that 500 followers go and buy some nft work for, from the artist you know it helps them out helps them get new equipment it helps them get a recording done loads of good things can happen with nfts i'm, I'm not like an artist or like a, a, a an art, you know, like I don't, I, I don't understand the market. Obviously, that's quite a big thing um, for NFTs. But the other thing we also look at is is gaming for sure. Um, you know, I've got my eleven year old daughter who's at home playing Roblox all the time, and I just say to her, you know, you don't get that money back when you buy that asset. It's like it's gone. You don't get it back. You're playing it in a game, and then you go and get hacked, and you lose your account. So what's the point? Whereas, you know, when crypto, I mean. Myself and you, Rebel, we were sat there delving into steak dragons, and it was. I asked, I asked Millie, my daughter, uh, do you remember Temple Run? She's like, Yeah, I love that. So, well, come and play this game. And so, we get the youngsters involved, you know, all these little. We just want to help, you know, get um, good gaming developers on board. And we believe Complex can help them uh, achieve that a lot easier. That's the goal. Well, I mean, yeah, good luck to you. I mean, I think the the way you've gone about your funding proposal, like bringing the community on board, um, seeking sort of feedback um, and letting the community decide whether they wanted you guys to do this or not. And it, it seems like, yeah, the Juno community does want you to, well, to have that, a go at that this. Was, that was the feedback we got from, like, we, 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 we wouldn't just put a proposal on Chamber Foot speaking to everybody, man. It's as simple as that. You just, you know, it's hard for the community to vote something in that they don't really know about. So we got some feedback because Juno's got different opportunities to get funding. There's going to be a growth fund appearing shortly. There's going to be, you know, hack Juno's already dishing out rewards, I believe. Um, so, you know, there's opportunities there for you. You just need to go about it the right way. Come and speak to people and get some feedback. Don't be scared to ask for some funding, man. If you've got some good ideas, you've got a good project, you should be getting you know, you should be getting funded, Rebel. You know yourself, mate. You know, it's like it should be happening. So come and, uh, come and ask the questions and just, like, bang on some doors, man. And, yeah, sure it'll work out. That's it. You heard it here first from the Highlander. <laughs> Sage advice, sir. Um, so, I mean, is there anything you think, anything else you'd like to share with us about your project at the moment? Or is it more just a case of watch this space? So I can I can actually tell you about uh, the revenue model and Marbu. So uh, you know because we actually you know ask for funds from the community pool, we just uh, really wanted to return back to the community itself, and and basically you do that with the project, but you also you know wanted a little bit more on that. Uh, can you guys hear me? Oh, okay. So. Again, we wanted to just return it back to the back to the community, and so we have this revenue model uh, in Marbu. So you can also read that in the proposal. Uh, so from all the transactions that are happening uh, from all the collections in Marbu, uh, we we take a two percent cut and just directly send it to the community pool. So that way, I mean, in our thinking is. If if a project like this, or you know, if every project in the Juno ecosystem uh, does this, it would actually be sustainable in the long run. Because, I mean, uh, like in in the future, you're gonna have the, you know the fees just uh, be running the whole network. But again, uh, there will be many projects that will earn revenue and you know earning tokens. But uh, it is really important to just return this back to the network itself in order for the network to be sustainable. And this is just just a part of the revenue. So again, we have the Juno community pool. Uh, we also have two percent cuts for the marketplace creators. So uh, let me just get in get in bit to DAOs actually in here. So 
I mean, and you know, DAOs are really important. We have like DAO, DAO, but from from what we see, actually, uh, there isn't really a lot of easy ways for the DAOs to uh, be used by DAO, right? I mean, you can always uh, copy some transaction messages, go to the DAO, create a message there. But again, for non-technical users, uh, this is actually a hard thing to do. And you know, we all know, we also want to make make uh, make that easier. And uh, you know, not really, not really gonna say much about like how we're gonna make that easier. But we will have a DAO mode where you will be able to use DAOs easily uh, from Marble. But again, uh, just returning back to the revenue model. So let's say that you have a DAO where you know you have all these different collections made by you know different people, and the, the DAOs, if they actually the uh, the marketplace owner in Marble will be able to uh, get a 2% cut from every transaction that, that is happening in Mar- uh, Marble website. So basically, it's, it's just a way to you know, return the value back to the community, back to the creators itself, themselves. And you know, we just really wanted this loop where it feeds itself. I mean, uh, we grow, but also the network and the creators, the, the people who actually make Marble a great place will get you know, benefit, get value out of out of, out of things we do actually, uh, and obviously we're gonna have also royalties. So again, two uh, percent cuts for the marketplace owners, but uh, in each collection, if they actually uh, put up some royalties, they will be also get the royalties too. So yeah, I mean, uh, also like this this revenue system for the community pool. Jacob Gadikin actually liked that very much and. You know, maybe it's worth to look at just uh, creating this like contract or creating this mechanism system. I mean, right now this is only for Marble, but you know, nothing is actually stopping us from maybe like doing this for most of the DApps. I mean, uh, there can be a single contract where you know DApps can integrate it into their app and just you know direct the direct the revenue to to the Junipool, like like at least uh, to some percentage, but you know, it's really worth to explore these kind of ideas because, uh, I mean, again, in the future, Gino needs these these kind of mechanisms to, in order to be sustainable. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that sounds quite, um, I don't know if revolutionary is the right word, but I mean, it, it sounds very innovative that projects that get funding from the community pool can then end up paying back into the community pool, which will then go to fund more projects, to get more funding, to fund more projects. And yeah, a very iterative process. I like that's it. What it's, that's what it's all about. You, you you give back, you know, to the place that gave birth to you. You know what I mean? It's it's shown a bit of respect and it's it's looking after, you know, as well as growing our own project as well. It's, that's what it's all about. Loving it. All right. Well, thank you very much, Complete Team, for sharing um so much about your project i mean certainly in my case it's taken me a few sort of listens to what you're building to sort of try and get my head around okay it's not just you're not just building an nft marketplace there's a lot more to it um than that and and hopefully people without super technical skills will be able to make use of um some of the products products that you're building so once maybe just a sort of final question from me and certainly if anyone else is here with a question, bang your hand up and then we'll get you in. Um, once you sort of hit your milestone four, like, is that you done with it? Or will, will this be like an ongoing thing that you'll need to continue working on? So uh, when we have the last milestone, we're going to be on the main net with the, with the framework, with the Marvel and everything. And uh, like, obviously, I told you the framework is made of modules. And, you know, it's not going to be just the, you know, the initial modules that we release, but uh, as time goes on and, and as we need, uh, I mean, as we need different things, we will be adding more things into it, more like different modules. And, you know, in the future, uh, we want to we wanna actually uh, have a way for, you know, games to, to be able to uh, call or like interact with smart contracts. So. I uh, really want to move into that area too. So like maybe like having, so if, if, if you don't know, there is a framework called Unity Framework where you use it to uh, 
build out games on desktop or you know on mobile and that actually uses the programming language c sharp so let's say like if 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 we have a way to you know have a client uh like the cosmosm client that is written in c sharp and that can work directly within uh the games made with unity framework just imagine like uh stake dragons is made with unity right so imagine you know calling out different uh, like contracts or, you know, integrating with the, the, those things without, you know, going to Kepler or, you know, any other wallet, just like directly within within the game, you know, that would be pretty amazing. So uh, we, we really want to, you know, uh, have that in the future. So again, I'm not really saying we, we will have that because I don't, I don't know uh, Unity that much, uh, but we want to be actually moving into that direction uh, once we have, you know, the framework and the everything else completed so this is a base base run for the things we will do actually in the future so more development will come awesome sounds like you've got um, your work set out for you um, i mean talking of gaming actually just when you mentioned that made me think of something i've been playing a little bit on terra um terra poker i don't know if there's a, a juno poker project in the works at all but like i mean i know how to play poker but i'm certainly not an online poker player but it's, it's I, want, of, I want them over here. I want them. I want them to build on Juno as well, man. I think they're going to. That's all right. That I love that project, mate. I really do. I think it's incredible. Absolutely agree. I mean, the UI UX is makes it so easy just to lose your money. But yeah, it, did, did I mean, you, it, ever, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful game. Did you ever play that one on Facebook? Right, when I used to be on Facebook when I was a child, and then um, there was this poker game. Uh, on there, you used to play your friends, and it's exact same UI they've got, and I thought that's brilliant. They absolutely nailed it, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be nice to see some some quality um, UI, some more quality UI UX is coming to Juno. I mean, I was just on a call a bit earlier with um, Lavana, and they had Danku R on. Have you in fact have you bumped into Danku over there? I've met a guy called Chad who is is very lovely. Lovely guy. He's handed out some, I think it's the best merch I've seen so far. It gets my award for the best merch at the conference and that was a Levana tin and inside the tin, Levana deck of cards. They were absolutely brilliant. Oof, it's nice, nice wee souvenir there. Fantastic. Um, all right, so I mean, we're coming too close to an hour. We've got a couple of other guys in this call just now. We've got Dan and Kyle. They are building some stuff. I'm not 100% sure, guys. I know it's something to do with tax, but is is this like, is your project exclusive to Juno or are you sort of all across IBC? Hey. Yeah. Um, go, ahead. go ahead, Kyle. Go ahead, okay, I'll go. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, building, a few, we're building a few things. Uh, so the tax thing has been in the progress for a while. But uh, the thing we're most excited about is this new ARB thing Kyle's building. So I kind of wanted to give him an opportunity to share it with anyone who's interested to hear about it. Absolutely, man. Um, we, we, I heard the question there, are we just sort of Juno orientated? At the moment, we're going to focus on building on Juno for sure. Uh, and then we start messing with the IBC. Stuff. So we can... Okay, um, so Combi's starting on Juno. And- yeah. Uh, starting on Juno, and then obviously we can start thinking about cross-chain and stuff. But at the moment, we just want to focus on Juno at the moment. Yeah. Cool. And then we're going to find but, out but from, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, go on, go on Kyle. Do you, you share what you were going to say, mate. Sorry about that. Oh, no, no worries. Sorry. I, I, you were lagging a bit. I was uh, struggling to hear exactly what. But I, I'll share what the what arbitrage thing we're building um, really quick, because I, I do think it benefits everyone in the community. Um, that wants to use it anyway. So basically, um, for those of you who are familiar with um, like the osmosis um, decks, which is probably most of the people in here, um, you you may or may not be familiar with like what arbitrage actually is. But basically, if you make a large transaction or or any transaction on um, osmosis. Um, what ends up happening is uh, you kind of you have slippage, which means that the rates you get from the trade aren't 
as good as the actual market rates just due to like how however large your transaction is so what happens is you you leave revenue left over kind of so then bots come and clean it up and they make money off of you um so i don't know if anyone saw my tweet earlier but basically i showed an example where if you swap um i think it was 20,000 Osmo for Juno, you end up giving someone else that's running a bot $20 for free. They just make $20 off of your swap. Um, And kind of the way I look at that is if you went to a website like, you know, a normal Web2 website and they charged you a $20 fee for something, you'd probably be like, that's crazy. Why would I pay this $20 fee if I don't have to? So um, I, d- I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm running a production arbitrage bot that kind of gains those fees. It's not the best bot on the on the market right now because there's a lot of bots on osmosis. But what I decided to do um, with Dan um, is we wanted to make a product for the community out of this service where people can um make a trade on osmosis and capture their own arbitrage revenue so what that would look like is you run our cli tool and instead of some random bot making twenty dollars off of your swap or whatever that you know revenue that you lost was you actually capture that yourself so you're just getting an extra 20 bucks 10 bucks whatever it is for for free you don't have to do anything else and for the CLI tool, um, we're not actually taking a cut of that at all. Like Defiant Labs doesn't get anything. We're just offering that CLI tool to show the community like what is possible. Um, and then um, we are hoping to partner with TFM um, and make this kind of a service that they can integrate with their front end um, for their swaps. Uh, so does anybody have any questions about that? Did that explanation make sense? I wanted to jump in with one thing on there real quick too. So one part that we didn't talk about is like generally what happens is someone makes a swap and that event goes on chain. And then all the people that are running bots are racing to win that arbitrage thing. So it comes down to who has the best algorithm, who has the best hardware or who has a validator that has advantage. So there's like other teams out there that like will write run custom tendermint software that allows the validator that does the proposal block to choose the order of the transactions and they will win that ARP opportunity. So what we're what we've built is a solution for before any of that stuff happens. This happens during the time the user does the trade. So it's even before it goes on chain. We can predict what the arbitrage opportunity is and we can send both the swap and the arbitrage swap at the same exact time using two different messages and the same transaction. And it really comes down to our belief that, so there's like a couple things, like who should win the arbitrage opportunity, right? Should it be the person who has the best bot? Should it be, uh, I, I believe what Osmosis and Skip are doing is they said, hey, we want the Osmosis stakers to benefit from uh, the arbitrage opportunities. So we're going to have this custom software that allows people to bid on auctions. And we're just going to give all that revenue to the Osmosis stakers. And then the other way, the way that we're going is we think the user who created the arbitrage opportunity should have the chance to uh, win that arbitrage opportunity. Is that a fair way to break it down, Kyle? Yeah. So basically, in other words, the trade that the user does should be optimized up front. Nobody else should be making money off of you when you do a trade other than obviously the I understand how the DEX works, right? The liquidity pools charge a swap fee. That's all that's all fair and good. But as far as arbitrage revenue goes, that arbitrage revenue should be going to the user who does the swap in the first place. The reason that revenue exists is because the osmosis front end and the other trading tools out there just don't have optimized enough trading routes. So it doesn't know like here is the best possible way to um, conduct this transaction. So the software that we wrote is really just fixing that problem. And it's doing it in such a way that the user who conducts the swap already has 
uh, that information available up front so they don't leave like $20 left over for some other random bot to come by and, and take. Cool. Oh my God. I mean, that's blowing my mind a little bit with all these um, <laughs> um, talk about <laughs> arbitrage and such like that, on, on a different chain. Awesome, almost, right? I, this is almost like we're jumping into another space. So how about we get you guys back on one time and you can dive deep and tell us about this project. So just so I've got my head around a little bit of what you're saying. Initially, you're building on osmosis. Yeah, right? and yeah. last thought there, I, I really apologize if I'm taking over because I do say it's uh, Juno Builders, so that wasn't the intent. I will say as well that any decks with weighted pools, and I believe this includes Juno Swap, um, can have this software built out for it. Um, the prerequisite is that in order to create this software, you have to have a functional arbitrage bot first before you can even think about building software like this. So I already had a functional arbitrage bot because I, I built that. It took me probably three months to build that bot. Um, and, then, and then I envisioned this service. Um, so we would love to, to bring this service to Juno uh, as well. Wicked. Well, there we go. I, I, I'll that speak is... to him. I'll oh. speak to Ben for you, Kyle, uh, for sure. Awesome. Yeah, BDE yep, um, on the on the Twitter spaces. We're getting a bit of uh, thunder and lightning here. Oh my goodness! I'm not joking. I've literally seen a fork of lightning flash in front of my face. Wow. It's amazing, isn't it? It's like proper weather. Yeah, uh, you know you're in South America, man, definitely. Uh, but yeah, Kyle, I'd love to speak to Ben. I'll, I'll probably see him later or, or maybe Friday. Um, he's a great guy, man. And yeah, I'm pretty sure he'd be up for chatting to you. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah, we'd really appreciate that. Fantastic. All right, guys. Um, I mean, that's awesome to hear a little bit about what Defiant Labs are building at the end of the call. I'm sure we can like arrange something and find out a lot more at some stage. Um, we're going to start running from the TFM account. We are going to start running some sort of osmosis-focused calls. So maybe you could be our inaugural guests on that one, guys. Um, but for the time being, I would love to thank Findlore and Highlander for sharing about their Cheers, experiences guys. at Cosmoverse and the Complete Project. Yeah. Thanks for supporting us. Um, it's been a pleasure coming on and having a chat. We think we've highlighted some of the great points about Complete. Um, I'm going to get off now before I get a shock of lightning. On my face. Okay, so can Goodbye, wait, yeah. everybody. All right. Thanks very much for being here, guys. Thanks to Finn for recording this and for Dan and Kyle for starting to talk about this arbitrage thing. I'm definitely interested to find out more about that. Um, and maybe we can talk offline um, and you can sort of tell me a little bit more. And and just one more thing, by the way, um, everyone, please donate to Terra Spaces for their hard work on these recordings. That is something that we should be all doing, man, for sure. Go and chuck them some Juno, man. Or maybe he can go back to the community pool, do some milestones. He's we'll, doing we'll milestones. Do something about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot for having us, bro. Pleasure. Thanks, everyone. Speak soon. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Juno Builders, hosted by TFM, chatting with Compel at Cosmoverse. That sounded pretty good for being at Cosmoverse. Recorded on Thursday, September 29th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Blink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded
to do the shit and line them up Just another fixed game of try my love Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the box came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Spaces.